Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Beers and Ears podcast. Um, I was going to do some kind of like timeline thing, but I couldn't think of it. It, it, I didn't workshop it enough. So my (laughs) name's Matt, and I'm joined by the wonderful Casey Woolley. (laughs) As I'm coughing. Uh, hi, everybody. We could like do some kind of like a time slipping thing like Loki did. I don't know. But no, this is part two of our marvelous conversation. Uh, last with the MCU. You know. What's that? We're stopping to check in with the MCU yeah, see how things are minute. going. It's been a minute. Um, last week, we we talked the Marvels, the, the movie that had come out uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, today, we are talking season two of Loki. Now... You had a different experience watching this than I had because you watched it week to week. Yes. I watched it all six episodes in a 12-hour period. You binged it. I binged it. I watched the first three and a half episodes on Saturday, last Saturday night, the 11th, and then watched the remaining two and a half episodes on Sunday morning, the 12th, before my Disney Plus <laughs> subscription expired because I had to see how it ended. Um you know, I I've made no, no no secret on the podcast. I don't do a lot of the MCU um, uh, uh, miniseries on Disney Plus. The few exceptions have been Loki, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and then Hawkeye. I think are the four that I've watched. Yeah. Um, of the four, WandaVision is by far my favorite, followed by Loki. Um, I'd say those two are probably like neck yeah. and neck. One um, A, one B. Yeah, two different types of feelings. I think WandaVision was just that was back during the time of the pandemic. Things were really weird back well, then. WandaVision was, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a good show, but it also was the first bit of MCU content that we got yeah. in a long yeah, time. <laughs> it was because of the pandemic. Um, so Loki season two literally picks up right where Loki season one uh, uh leaves off. Um at the end of Loki season one, we just we obviously discover the timekeepers are not real, that there's this 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 being, he who remains at the end of time, and we basically Sylvie kills he who remains. Um, and then basically we pick up at at, at Loki season two, where Loki is back at the TVA, but things aren't the same. Mm-hmm. And and no one recognizes him. And then we discover very quickly that he's time slipping, that he's um, at least that's the term that um, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, OB. Yes. Thank you. Uh, OB, which I just we'll get to him in a minute, um, basically refers to it as. But basically, we get six episodes the way I likened watching all six episodes, Matt. I likened this to one big do you remember in the Mandalorian season one, that one episode, the prison escape episode? Yeah. Where were, that's what this season, this whole season felt like to me. It was a race against time. Yeah. And because you had the flashing alarms, the emergency evacuation, like it, it was like this, like this giant who, who done it almost really is what it felt like. And it was a, it, it did not feel like six episodes. Like it went by in a flash, man. Yeah. Yeah, it 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 moves. Um mm-hmm. and you know, this is we we mentioned a little bit this last week. This is a character that we have seen develop and go through many iterations mm-hmm. where the Loki we see in Thor 
is not the Loki we see in Thor 2, which is not the one we see in Thor 3, which is not the one we see in Infinity Wars, which is not the one we see in the series. Like it, it it's this, you have this very strong character surrounded by what I consider to be a very strong supporting cast as well. 100 and, and some amazing writing. The storytelling this entire production is probably some of marvel's best work um i i don't know if you agree with me on this but i'm gonna throw it out there i would put this entire this is about 10 hours of uh 10 hours of overall Mm -hmm. content that's like five four and a half feature films i would put this at the level of writing and, and ingenuity that Endgame brought us. Like, I really do feel there are so many ways that they tie tie things together, story arcs, and, and we're talking about Loki, so let's just talk Loki for a second. The way Loki realizes throughout this that he's a villain and that villains never, at the end of the day, win, really. That basically villains are meant to lose. And he kind of succumbs to that 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 overall mindset that you're right i'm gonna lose like that like that loki is meant to lose loki always loses right and so when he kind of realizes that and then for him to basically put himself i almost um, that that, i know i'm jumping ahead to the last scene but that last scene when he's holding all the strands it was very neo-esque from the matrix it was very Jesus Christ, you know, like, like he's sacrificing himself for something greater, you know? I thought that I was going to be the one coming on here with the, okay, I know this is a hot take, but uh, apparently you were in agreement with me. I, this, these two seasons of Loki are some of the best content that Marvel has put out, not just recently, I'm talking ever, ever, where you have this because it's, you know, we forget Sylvie is a Loki variant. So mm-hmm. Loki is learning about himself by, you know, through himself, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. And to to see him go from like this, what you're getting at the beginning of Loki season one. And we forget this because, you know, it's, it's after all of this, you're getting the Avengers Loki. That is true. You're not getting is... the Loki who went through all that other stuff through Endgame. You're getting the Loki that was defeated at the end of Avengers. So we're, we're getting even a more unmolded Loki. I didn't even think about yeah, that. So you're, you're getting the very wow. basic, like, I just want to take over the world thing. Yep. And so then to go into now he's trying to save the TVA and the, the really powerful moment was the conversation with Sylvie of like, why do you care about this? And his whole thing was like, I just, I don't want to be alone. I, yeah. I, 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 this is, this is why I want, I don't want to do this. And that I thought was an extremely powerful moment. And then with his realization that, I have to be the one to fix, you know, the, 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 what's keeping all these timelines together is just a fail safe. Whatever yep. we do, it's going to fail. And I have to be the one to make this sacrifice and essentially become the thing that keeps it. If, unless I'm going to sacrifice all these timelines, which I don't want to do, I have to be the one to step in and, regulate all these timelines so to speak um yeah 
It just, yeah. it just what an, and, and then outside of all of that, the style of the TVA is a very cool style. The whole, the whole, um, Every, actually, let me, let me step in there. Every single branch that they step in throughout this entire series, uh, maybe it was like this last season, but definitely this season, because there was a lot more stepping into, had a stylistic tone mm-hmm. from the way they shot it to the coloring, like the TVA had that, it was almost ominous, like greenish type yeah. tone to it. But then when you stepped into that 1980s um, where the McDonald's was at, where Sylvia was at, that had a real feel of like you were in the 1980s. And I can't even describe how they were able, yes, the set pieces, I get that. But there was something about the the the, the way it was shot and the coloring it made it feel brighter almost it's almost like the tv shows of the 80s had this really bright feel to them that's what it felt like when you were there and then the chicago scene um back in the 1800s when 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 miss minutes and and um renslayer are there and you you feel that even like there's the way they stylized every single one of the branches felt like a different it just felt different and it felt right it felt even to the point when you got to the end of time and it felt very futuristic again and it, it, they did a brilliant job bringing us back to the way it felt at the end of season one right yeah so i'm with you that but again some of the most brilliant writing some of the most brilliant story arcs um i loved watching uh b15's story arc yeah and how how she went from being this hunter to understanding that these are literally people and people's lives that they are destroying that they are killing millions for the sake of this sacred timeline that that doesn't even exist because there truly are timekeepers it's one man's thought of in order to avoid war he keeps this one thing just moving forward and that's just one way of thinking about it, right? Um, I, I just it, the the story arcs across even even Mobius's story arc, understanding yeah. why he was into jet skis all along. He was a jet ski salesman. Yeah, clearly that well, makes sense. And just that his character, like, ha- he's a single dad, mm-hmm. and you know, trying his best, and you know, you kind of get that arc. Um, Ob, I mean, he was a new character for season two. Fabulous I job! I love Ob so much. Um, just I great. was so worried that they were going to turn him into a villain somehow. Yeah, and I'm so glad that they kept him pure. I really yeah. am. That yeah, just and then his his um timeline arc where he's like this failed science fiction writer. Yes, like, just fit yes. perfectly. And, for, and learning that he truly was an author. Yeah, that that moment I thought was amazing. I am going to say there's one exception to this the arcs that I did feel a little cheated on. I don't feel, I almost feel that Sylvie was there as a distraction. She was an afterthought in season two. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't just me then. Yeah. No, no, she was definitely an afterthought. And, and in in some cases we're like, why are you here? Go away. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It it really did. It almost felt like she just, 
I think season two could have existed if they would have even just killed her off. Like, I really do feel that there, I know there was a connection and I know that he cared about her and I get that. And maybe that could, maybe she could have popped up at the end or something. I don't know. But I do feel that her character was somewhat of a, it was a letdown in my mind, but that was the only one, man. That was the only one. Um, Okay. So let's talk Jonathan Majors. Mm -hmm. We kind of teased this last week or, you got to talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah. So Jonathan Majors has got some major in the real world legal battles ahead of him. Um, he's up on charges of assault. Um, Marvel was basically all in on this. Like, I mean, they've been planning him for a while. He was an Ant-Man, um, Quantumania. Um, he was clearly part of season one of Loki. He's part of season two of Loki. Um, they've set up the King Dynasty we kind of teased this last week when we talked about, you know, is Marvel or could Marvel or will Marvel somehow back away from their all in with, with, with Jonathan majors. So here's my thought on this. Obviously it's too late to backtrack and no longer call it the King dynasty or whatever. I don't like I, that's all done. Like they've already started towards that direction, but here's the thing you're dealing with the multiverse. Who's to say Kang doesn't look differently in a different version of the mall? Like to your point of what you were saying in our last episode, there is no harm at this point in saying we're, we're recasting them. We're going to make it make sense in the story and then just move on. Like, and I think even in thinking about the Kang dynasty, this idea of what that could be, um, you don't necessarily have to have, uh, King, well, King the Conqueror was already in Quantumania, right? So, so like, he doesn't have to look like Jonathan Majors. He could look however Marvel says he needs to look. I, I think this is what gets me about this, is everyone's like, oh, they can't do Kang anymore. It's like, wh- why? Um, King, King's not up for sexual, sexual or, or yeah, for assault, yeah, you Kang, know? I mean, Kang has done many different, you know, terrible things, but, um, and, and it's not like they haven't recasted characters before. The Hulk got recast, and we went, oh, okay. Yeah, and exactly. and so like, why in this case could they not say, you know what, we are going to cast, I- insert great actor here as Kang, and he's going to be Kang, and we are all inte- the audience is intelligent enough to understand what is going on and mm-hmm. go, oh okay, <laughs> like this. We're, we're I, I feel like everyone's making a super big deal out of this. Which don't get me wrong, like this is a. What it's he a, what he's charged of is a big deal. What he is charged, but of how is it's a in the movie, deal. yeah, in the but movies how, and how it's going to play out, no, not so yeah, much. Yeah, like how it's going to tra- how it translates into this movie universe is just really like, and uh, Marvel's scrambling. It's like, why? Why are they scrambling? Why can we no. not just sign somebody else and say, hey, listen, the last guy is, you know, it, you know, I, I don't want to say anything of like, did he or did he not do it? He's going on it's trial. It's alleged that he's done these things, yes. and so, he is on trial. He's been accused of these things. That's the way to say it. Whether yes. he did or did not that's fine but the the reality is in marvel absolutely has i'm sure built in their contract some kind of a a clause that 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 talks about you know public image and all that stuff too so like this this is and to be honest with you for a franchise that's been around for 14 years at this point to not have had a scandal like this already is actually pretty darn good. Yeah. With how so, many actors are, are yeah. involved in this. And so like, that's my thing is like, okay, it really is not hard, especially at this point 
to I'd actually think it'd make more sense for them to do it now than later, Matt, because yeah. if something breaks later and it is that he's found guilty, that's going to be more problematic for them later than it is now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so to me, I mean, I, I, I've heard the rumors of different like Dr. Doom might be trying to come in. By the way, did you hear that? Uh, Pedro Pascal, Mr. Fantastic. I, I, is it, I've heard it's just a fan theory right now. Are they actually cast? Uh, the, the, the reports are that he is like uh, the front runner for, they haven't like, I know, he, cast I know he wants it and I know fans want it, but I didn't know that they had officially cast him. I, they have not officially cast him, but from what I, from what the sources have said, both sides have talked. Okay. Um, All right. That's and fantastic. there's a real possibility that might happen. So that's fantastic. Um, but I'm <laughs> Zing. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, but it, like I, I so I, you could very easily pivot. I get that. But I just I, I, I really just want to push back on the narrative that like, well, this one actor is now in trouble. And so we have to. And in the case of like Chadwick Boseman, that's different. Um, well, that, that, and, and he wasn't there wasn't a scandal there he yeah he died he yeah, he died away. <laughs> he died and and even then black panther 2 was was still pretty darn good i mean it could have been that much better with mm-hmm. with with him obviously but they did what they could they had an amazing tribute to him you know yeah that's not what this is that's why i'm saying i think they have an opportunity right now to exercise their discretion and say all right we can pull out of this make it make sense for the story still um, yeah, it might cost us a little bit of money, but in the long run, it's probably going to be a better decision to do it now versus later, but they need to make that. I, they're not scrambling. This isn't a, this isn't a Marvel's in trouble kind of situation. The, you know, and again, Marvel had nothing to do with this. The, yeah. This is not this, anything to do with this. Them. This is his behavior. He, he made a choice and, and he's, he's being charged with the potential that he made this choice. I want to be very clear. We, you know, we're not saying he did this. He has, he, he absolutely has his right to a fair trial. As jury, we, ha- jury we have, we have courts for a reason. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he has the right to, you know, be put in front of a jury of his peers. He's innocent until found, found guilty. But in the court of public opinion, when you are in a public role like this, um, you are subject to the whims of that, of the public opinion, and they have the right to exercise their discretion. So, well, um, and, and, yeah. and I just think, the vibe that I got in Loki season two was that they're like definitely the Victor Timely character with of who was Kang, all this stuff very much felt like he was not as much of the focal point as he could have been. But you know what, though, the creators of the show, not not Feige, not Mark, the, the directors, the showrunners have said they changed nothing about the show based on interesting. This. They said that they that when they started out, they always knew this was going to be a two episode or two season arc. They knew they had about 10 hours of content to fill and they wrote it from start to finish in this way. In fact, they even said they didn't write it to fit into any larger overarching story arc. If it did, it did, but it was meant to be its own self-contained story. Now take that for what it is. I, I agree with you. I felt like, kings or he 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 should he who remains is still there he's still there yeah right so let's start there and and that's not king the conqueror that's a different iteration so he's still there victor timely technically is still there right i mean technically he's still out there because loki saved the day and and his version of you know at at the end of the movie at the end of the show 
So, but where it goes from here and how this plays, there's nothing saying that just like there's a different iteration of Loki who's a woman, that there could be a different iteration of Kang that is a woman, that is a different looking actor. Oh, uh, I would it, love it, to see, like, I, I maybe it, I'm just becoming more partial. I've just, there's been so many good female villains as of late uh-huh. that, man, it'd be really cool. I, the fans would go bonkers and and we talked i don't need you to do another rant for us like you did last week but <laughs> that that'd be give that'd me, be sick give me viola davis as a oh. version of kang you know, oh. you, know, you know who viola davis oh is, yeah right? oh. give me oh. viola davis as a version of kang viola davis is one of my absolutely favorite actresses and oh. in, in, in um mean, how to get it with murder she's just now in the hunger games the new one um she's just absolutely give me her uh, give me Kerry Washington. I'd take take Kerry Washington oh, yeah. in a heartbeat. I'd love one. to see Kerry Washington as a. I, I, I'm watching Scandal again, for, uh, uh, over again, and she's on the top of my mind, and she's phenomenal too. But yeah, I mean, there's there's no reason why you couldn't have different iterations of Kang, um, uh, if they wanted to go that route. Now maybe they maybe they're gonna maybe they see something that the public doesn't, and they're going full court press, and that's up to them. Yeah. What what they've got to do though, and we talked about this last episode, they've got a way to start. They've got to find a way to start bringing in some of these loose ends, though. Yeah, they've got to find a way to start wrapping up and tying these into a nice fine bow for us, um, because um, there's just a lot out there right now that hasn't been resolved. I'm looking up. What is the next like thing? Um, I mean, what if comes out, but you know, yeah, oh, we get, if. uh, we get echo on Disney plus, I've, um, I, and I've heard not very good things about that already. Um, I, I heard that the, 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 um, the trailer made people more positive on it. Um, they were much more happy with the, with the trailer okay. there. Oh, That's it's good. a Deadpool, Deadpool three first R rated, um, and some Hugh Jackman getting involved in, uh, the MCU. So, um, I'm I'm excited for that. I'm I'm hopeful. Have that has, has that finished shooting? I didn't even think that it finished shooting yet. I thought with the I'd, strike they were still early 2024 is when it's slated okay. for. So, um, I am hopeful that with Deadpool we finally start to see the true crossovers of of Marvel and of the Fox of the Fox universe kind of start to, I mean, we started to kind of see that. I think Deadpool two even started to hint at some of that, but I'm really hopeful that Deadpool three will, will do that. And you're right. It's the first R rated version. So, but all right. Anything else on Loki? Uh, Again, like if, if you are like not as high on the MCU series, I get it. Man, this one is this one it's, is, it's is so one. good. It's a fun ride, man. Well, and it really because is. and because it ties so much into the MCU movies, because it is Loki, you're not being introduced. Yes, there's new characters, but you're not being introduced to a bunch of new characters. No, you you no. are dealing with this character that you have been with for the past ten years. It yep. is worth a watch, and and this is it. Like, there's two seasons that it, yep. there's no more. Like, it's not like you're gonna have to commit to another four seasons of this. End the Loki arc this way, and that it, you're gonna you're gonna thank us later. Makes me wonderful to see Tom Hiddleston again. I know he said he's open to it, so I wouldn't be surprised if, if if like a break happens. But you know, they like especially even like Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. I wouldn't be surprised within the next five years whether they're in a at least see in a cameo some, see, appearance. See some cameos, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
All right. Well, it is closing time. Uh, if you would like to get a hold of us, uh, you can do so on Facebook uh, at Beers and Ears uh, Podcast, on Instagram at Beers Ears 1928. Feel free to email us, Beers and Ears 1928 at gmail.com. Uh, find us um, on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and rate us five stars, five stars. We are brought to you by two different sources. You've got First Magical Memories by Casey. If you're planning a trip, I would love to help you do that. I do more than just Disney, too. Um, If you're looking to go to Universal Studios, they've got some great deals out right now. I'm actually in the process of booking. um, I already booked a a cruise to Greece for a friend, but now they want to add on um, three three extra days at the top of their trip um, in Italy. So I do all new trips in Europe, and I do all-inclusives. so yeah, definitely. If you're looking to do that, I would love to help you out. Remember, it costs you nothing extra to use me, um, but you get my years of expertise. And we're also brought to you by FakeSportsTeams.com. Yes, head on fake... over to FakeSportsTeams.com. Yes, fake sports teams. Don't forget the S at the end. Teams.com and pick up. Um, if you're looking for that last minute Christmas gift, uh, you know, we're a week out from uh, Thanksgiving. So we're basically about four weeks until Christmas at this point. Um, if you're looking for a great Christmas gift to get someone, a fun Christmas gift, maybe a gift to pass around at the office Christmas party, this is a great one to do that. Um, last week we highlighted the, uh, it was the the, the ghost, right? Because right, you said it was a yes, ghost. Yes, the ghost cowboy. The Ghost Cowboys. Uh, what's another one of your favorite teams that you could uh, you could call out? Oh, another one of my favorite. Um, I really like the Night Rhinos. Um, the night, very, the very, night Rhinos. The Night <laughs> Rhinos. Very chic. It's a very right. chic looking one. Right. And listen, it's if it, it's not just apparel. We've got some great um uh some great glasses like cups. Uh-huh. Um uh, uh got we've got uh, too, right? some notebooks, some stickers. I just, yeah, I just added a notebook on there that's you know kind of jot your notes down. Like so we got some nice stuff. Like very good. And it's an ever expanding business. Um got some new teams coming up in the next couple weeks. Like, you know, yes. It's so just, you know, check it out. If nothing else, <coughs> check it out because it's really fun. I, I had I a good it. time doing it. Well, that is amazing. Well, let's go ahead and raise our glasses. This episode, we're both drinking um, um, sparkling water. Yes. He's got his, his LaCroix, and I've got my bubbly. No beer for us today. I'm not feeling it today. So, yeah, all right, my this episode. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this cough, I can't get rid of it. All right, this episode has been on us. We will see you again next week. Have a great rest of your day. Bye, everyone.